So, cool facts. Magneto once removed the adamantium from Wolverine's body. Wolverine's bones are unbreakable. Captain America's shield can kill bullets and Black Panther's suit can absorb energy and use it later. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. Life. You're born into the world, you grow, you mature, you go to college, you start a career and a family. It looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. I'm your host, Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. Uh, on this episode, we're going to do something different, a little bit fun, or at least I think. Uh, the title of this episode is Different Medals for Different Men. Different Medals for Different Men. Uh, the reason why I wanted to focus on this um, was to illustrate um, in the fictional realm how um, it's relatable to um, the idea that we are all, we all have the same, we all made of the same potential um, in a sense that we're all capable of doing something, uh, but where it depends on how we use it. It depends on how we use it. So I decided to use um, four characters uh, from the Marvel Universe that are well known and that have have interaction with a particular type of metal that's m-e-t-a-l uh not something that you win uh, but in this case maybe it was you know a lot of uh the uh, uh the marvel universe um um with concerning the fictional characters they've all received uh their abilities and responsibilities um in ways that were uncomfortable uh, unconventional um, yeah and I think that's the that's the thing we all were born with certain things but as far as how um, we use our gifts and how we use our talents um, that's totally up to us it's a decision that we have to give into um, it's a responsibility uh, for much is given, much is required. Um, so, even going back to when Spider-Man said, no, <laughs> Uncle Ben said to Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And that's true. That's true. But the reason why I was intrigued by this was because it's easy to get on social media and see everyone doing something that you wish that you could or having access to something that you feel that you don't. Feeling that so many people are far are far ahead of you in this in this uh, race we call life. Um, and it's I'm not I, we should obviously look at it 
as not a relay um, but as a marathon for those of you who have competed in marathons I haven't competed in one and competed in one yet yet uh, but I'm pretty certain that someone knows someone who who participated in a marathon but didn't run the entire way um, who uh, more than likely got tired or even got sick even got hurt I mean your body can only withstand so much pressure and resistance before it starts giving in so it's easy to say that somebody does something very well but you never know what they had to undergo in order to get to that point um, if you look at the Bible um, everyone that the Bible references uh, were blessed with an opportunity they were appointed God had chosen them um, but with those great powers great gate came great with those great talents with those great gifts came great responsibility you think of Samson you think of Moses think of Noah think of Elijah think of Elisha um, and um, man <laughs> think of Paul who once was Saul you know you think of David King think of King David think of Solomon you know you think of you know you think of Peter think of John the Baptist and everyone had these responsibilities and it wasn't the easiest uh, thing to be human and carry these um, uh, these tasks these personality traits but these were the things that we were given so how we use them to illustrate love you know where we are how we use them to communicate with people how we use it to help people how we use it to help ourselves uh, makes a huge difference so I wanted to just give you like a brief breakdown concerning the idea of metal in relation to these men of Marvel so I mean I'm, I'm a Marvel fan but I'm also a DC fan but I I, I appreciate the direction that um, the Marvel Universe is taking in reference to cinema they have been doing an awesome job over the last decade I mean I've pretty much seen every Marvel movie and I can't really think of one that I didn't like I mean there are a couple that I can watch continuously I can watch the first Avengers as often as I can because I remember when it came out and I remember thinking to myself man they finally made a movie and they did a good job a lot of people aren't aren't fan of Avengers Age of Ultron um, I think that's the least favorite Avenger of uh, Avengers uh, movie um, but my favorite is the first Avenger Avengers uh, movie that was that was dope they finally made it happen and a lot of Marvel fans were like yes so I'm not gonna dig too deep into that 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 could be a conversation that lasts an entire week but we're not gonna go there so um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna actually um, read the descriptions of these metals uh, that I'm referencing to is four I think it's three different metals 
overall but these four different characters um actually it's it's three it's three medals um but uh, these different characters uh use them for for different reasons um let's see no it's two it's two let's see hmm all right so this first one is adamantium that's a d as in dog a m a n as in nancy t i u m as in michael so adamantium now i'm gonna read this description and hopefully it won't take too long but i think it's pretty cool now keep in mind yo these are fictional metals fictional metals and it actually says that within the description but i you know as a marvel fan as a as marvel geek i appreciate the creativity uh that writers and creators put into this to make it believable so the first metal again is adamantium um i looked it up online i googled it um try my best to stay away from wikipedia because that changes it every second uh, but this is the description of adamantium that i found it says adamantium is virtually indestructible man-made steel alloy which does not occur in nature and whose exact chemical composition is a united states government classified secret adamantium is not an element its properties do not qualify it for any known space on the period peri periodic table of elements it is extremely rigid steel based alloy that the density is virtually indestructible a sufficient amount is capable of surviving multiple nuclear explosions or a blow from the most powerful superhuman with no damage. A blade of pure primary adamantium is capable of cutting almost any known substance with the known exception of Captain America's shield. We'll come back to that. The ability to slice completely through a substance with an adamantium blade depends upon the amount of force being exerted and the hardness of the material in question adamantium's mo molecular molecular sorry <laughs> molecular integrity makes for an extremely hard metal capable of drilling with greater effectiveness than vibranium we get to that furthermore after several years of additional testing and research mclean eventually released his sole supply of adamantium to the u.s government who had the avengers Notably, Thor and Iron Man unleashed their full power against it, confirming it to be essentially indestructible. Okay, so um, let's see. Let me go back. Um, a blade of pure primary adamantium is capable of cutting almost any known substance with the known exception of Captain America shield. Okay, so adamantium, if you're not familiar with Wolverine, adamantium is the uh, metal that they inserted in his body um, upon experimenting. Now, Wolverine was already a mutant before he was injected with adamantium. I didn't know that. So years ago, I found out that he, um, like I said, has been Wolverine since he was born. Um, of course, his claws, when they retract, you see the blades, but that's the adamantium um, that was added to his body. Um, um, again... Um, Wolverine is well known for having a chip on his shoulder. Um, he's well known for having an attitude. I mean, the guy survived 
pretty much all the major wars that ever happened. Um, Wolverine, yeah, he existed before Captain America. They say, uh, yeah, because Captain America was the first Avenger, but Wolverine was never an Avenger. He was an X-Man. Um, I think he actually, um, they tried to recruit him, and he was like, um, no. I'm not, I guess I have to read into the comic books to see that, so. But anyway, um, Wolverine, um, he has always had this vicious nature, and I think it's, it's his response to the world. And him putting, and being him, having him placed in the position to be an X-Men, to uh, basically defend the world. Um, and not only to, to defend against the human race, but to the other side of the mutant race that was ran by, that included people like Magneto and Mystique, um, people that were oppressed because they were mutants and refused to adapt uh, to society and, and adhere to their expectations, which in itself has, it has its own depth when it comes to humanity, uh, which... You know, Stan Lee, I think he mentions uh, the the intent behind Xavier and Magneto was to show the contrast yet likeness between Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King being Xavier and Malcolm X, Malcolm X being Magneto. So uh, but anyway, um, yeah, Wolverine um, ultimately is a, is a great defender, but man, he gets down and dirty when he has to. I've seen some illustrations of him like literally cutting people up uh decapitating uh villains man i mean his because he's the the adamantium is indestructible so you can only imagine just how sharp his blades are i mean oh my goodness um i remember one interest interesting fact about wolverine um i think i looked up his regeneration powers um, his, his regenerating powers. Um, I saw, I read that Wolverine regenerated from a drop of blood. I don't know how that happened. Something happened and he, he just regenerated from a drop of blood. And that's all it took. Just one drop of his DNA. Um, and he regenerated, I think, in a couple of days. He was either a couple of days or a week. A couple of days to a week to fully regenerate. Uh, I know that's impossible. <laughs> but if you put your mind, your, you put your imagination to it, you can fathom just exactly how um, extravagant that was. Um, I remember reading that one time the Hulk ate Wolverine. Like, literally devoured him. And... The Hulk, I mean, and Wolverine regenerated <laughs> in the Hulk's stomach. Um, brace yourself. You can only imagine just how Wolverine came out. Um, he um, he cut himself out. So, yeah, it's just it, the extremity of it is pretty absurd. But, you know, if you got a mind like mine, you think it's very cool. So, uh, but Wolverine, I don't know. I think of Wolverine as a rogue. You know, he's not really a hero. He's an anti-villain. I mean, anti-hero, I think. I think it, he, it's, being a hero is just something... I don't even think he's a hero. I think he just fell into the role of being, uh, you know, a leader or a glorified babysitter, you know, because a lot of the X-Men were young at some point. And, you know, Wolverine is hundreds, 
Probably he was over a hundred years old. I know he was, and still looked like he was what thirty, you know, like forty something. I don't know, <laughs> but um, Wolverine used his ability uh, to be a threat to the opposition, and knowing that he could regenerate, he wasn't afraid to undergo any situation. Now, keep in mind. Just because Wolverine regenerates, his body regenerates, his molecular structure uh, regenerated, doesn't void him of pain. Now, he experienced pain. I remember one point he was asked by a rogue. He said, does it hurt when your blades come out? And he said, every time. So, I mean, not only, it's funny because if his body regenerates, that means those, those cells uh, come right back together. Uh, those skin cells come together and that means he has new skin he has new he has fresh fresh uh cells which means that when the blades come out they breach that skin every single time so it breaches the nerves every single time but with wolverine you know his adrenaline is rushing probably doesn't really cross his mind until after the fact uh, but i think one of the coolest things about him is when he gets shot by bullets you know they just start popping out of his skin and he just starts regenerating so I just think in Wolverine's case, he uses his 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 regeneration, but primarily the adamantium in his body, he uses it for for good most of the time. Most of the time. Uh, Wolverine's the type of person that doesn't like to be bothered. Uh, but when he is bothered and he's invested, believe me, you better get out of his way. So but I'm gonna go to the to the next metal. Um, it's called vibranium. It's V as in Victor, I B as in boy, R A N I U M as in Michael. So uh, I looked this up again on on Google. Thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, but before I get into this, I think this will be a perfect time uh, to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up, T-Guys listeners? I wanted to take this opportunity to encourage those whose lives have changed over the last year. Uh, a lot of people are now working from home. A lot of people are staying home um, while their spouses are working full time. And some have probably uh, chosen not to work as often. Um, a lot of introspection, a lot of inner thinking has taken place, you know, during the time we were quarantined and and sheltered in place. So at this point, uh, now that it looks like we're coming out of it, we have um, we have acquired new habits. We've acquired new ways of thinking. And I know a lot of people are curious as to how am I going to continue um, to make money? How am I going to continue to provide for my family? But most importantly, how am I going to do that and be happy? How am I going to do that and maintain joy in my life? And I guess that's the question that you really need to ask yourself. And that question is, do I want to continue doing this for the rest of my life? 
and will it feed into my purpose? So I challenge you to ask yourself, is this what I really want to do? And does it align with the purpose for which I am living? I know it's hard to have a direct answer concerning that, um, but it doesn't hurt to search for it. So enjoy yourself. I hope that you are enjoying uh, this podcast. And now back to the episode. guys for waiting uh, again this is the latest episode of the glory in our stories uh, uh, this is the episode titled uh, different metals for different men different metals for different men again we're discussing uh, the the concept of metal when it comes to uh, four particular Marvel men of the Marvel Universe um, particularly men that are characters that, that are well known you know the first one I was talking about Wolverine um, and I was mentioning uh, the concept of adamantium um, as a metal, uh, which is what is um, um, which creates, which makes up uh, Wolverine's bone structure. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into the next metal, which is vibranium. Um, looked it up on Google. Um, the thing is, it's pretty cool for somebody to actually sit down and create metal create the idea of metal in a fictional world so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read this right quick this says vibranium what is vibranium vibranium is metallic element that absorbs sound waves along with other vibrations such as kinetic energy so if a bullet has fought was fired at vibranium the energy from the bullet would transfer to the vibranium and the bullet would fall harmlessly to the ground this makes it nearly indestructible to brute force attack. Should vibranium be hit with a force strong enough to destroy it, the stored energy releases, causing a devastating explosion. Now, <laughs> it's funny that they added this particular line. Is this all sounding like science fiction? Well, that's because it is. Um, again, this is <laughs> completely, uh, completely fictional. Uh, but I did think that it was pretty cool that somebody thought this up. So, um, vibranium. Uh, the idea, vibranium actually con, um, constructs Captain America's shield. Uh, if you notice, if you ever see him use it, um, it can deflect bullets, and he, it even can deflect a a um, a power a a ray, uh, a power ray, a uh, laser, for for lack of better terms, a pulsing. A ray from uh, a pulsing beam from Iron Man's suit. Uh, you can see that in, in uh, Captain America: Civil War. Um, you can actually see it in the comics as well. Um, I think it. I think it can withstand a blow from Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, um, I remember being in college and I said, "Well, it sounds like a cat trying to talk, Mjolnir." So, um, but anyway, Captain America seeks to protect those who can't protect themselves. And he uses his shield not just to protect him, but protect others. And Captain America also knows how to throw his shield uh, in a way 
uh, based on mathematics and science uh, where it will come directly back to him. So I didn't know this. And again, this is all fictional. But I read that Captain America never just throws his shield for the sake of throwing it. He throws it strategically so that it comes right back to him. This is something um, that you will also notice in the Falcon and the Winter, so in Winter Soldier if you ever watch it. So, But the thing about Captain America is that he, he uses that metal for good. He uses it to protect. Now keep in mind Captain America in relation to who he is and what his intent intent and uh, what his intent entails um, Captain America is one of the few who's worthy enough to um, to wield the uh, the hammer of Thor to wield Mjolnir um, he actually was able to pick it up and use it for, and it says, so whosoever um, possess, um, is able to lift the hammer possesses the power of Thor. Um, so whoever, for whosoever is worthy, basically. And Captain America is worthy. If you go all the way, of course, if you go back to Captain, um, I'm sorry, the Avengers Age of Ultron, he, he slightly lifts the hammer up, but all of a sudden he's not able to. Uh, and I think that gives us a hint into the future because that's something that as an audience, as a true uh, Marvel fan, specifically with the Avengers, you're just hoping that he eventually does pick it up. Um, but Captain America is a character. He uses his metal for good. Uh, that's the response. To, that's the gift that he was given um, because of his heart and because of, again, his intentions. So um, next person I'm going to go to, I'm going to save uh, the best for last um, as far as. Uh, one of the latest films uh, that came out uh, over the last few years. It actually came out 2018 um, in February. I think it was February 16th. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it came out February 16th, 2018. But we'll get to that later. Uh, but the next Marvel uh, character um, that we are going to uh, talk about um, is is Magneto. Now Magneto doesn't really. Magneto actually has access um, to many metals. Majority of I think the majority of all the metal the majority of the metals, and um, Magneto's characters is is very interesting. Um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and read what I found out about Magneto. Now again, I looked this up on Google. Stayed away from Wikipedia because always changing. Anybody can add to that. But anyway, uh, Magneto, Magneto mastery. Among Earth's most powerful mutants, Magneto's abilities are essentially limitless. He can manipulate all forms of magnetism, summon force fields, and shoot electromagnetic pulses that can disable electronic devices. He can assemble complex machinery in seconds and manipulate the iron and blood to take control of people's actions. He has even shown power over forms of energy on the electromagnetic spectrum like visible light and gamma rays. Though he rarely uses these abilities, though, though he rarely uses these abilities, on top of these gifts, Magneto possesses genius level intelligence in multiple technical fields in genetic engineering. He is a brilliant tactician, a natural born leader, 
and though he rarely demonstrates it, a trained hand-to-hand and it a trained hand-to-hand combatant. So we are so used to seeing Magneto as the villain, uh, when actually Magneto is un is understood, is misunderstood like most of us. A lot of people see us with our gifts and our talents, and they see us using them in the way that they don't agree with. But it doesn't mean that we're necessarily using it for evil. It's just misdirected. And because a lot of people misunderstand others, we have the people have a tendency to feed into how people see them. Like people get so fed up. It's like you see that okay, you think that I'm the villain? You think that I'm always mean? You think that I'm always inconsiderate? Fine then, I stay that way. And unfortunately, that's how we act. Um, and that's how we, we see ourselves. I mean, the, the Bible does say, as a man thinketh that he is. And that's true. Um, man or female, uh, man or woman, if that's how you see yourself, um, that's how you will respond. And unfortunately, the world is not going to be kind to us when it comes to us being who we were called to be, specifically if it's uh, in contrast to what they're used to. Uh, but Magneto, Magneto fights for the sake of the mutants, uh, for the disregarded. Um, Magneto is a, um, was uh, born around the time where uh, Germans were basically taking uh, the, the Jewish culture and sp splitting up families and killing people for being Jewish. Um, if you ever look at um, his wrist, he still has the number on his wrist um, uh, from during this time. I think it was, I think it was World World War Two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I think Magneto is German, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he's German. He's it's well that's Wik that's Wikipedia. I'm not gonna trust that. Let's see on here. Ah, I don't like using uh, <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, hmm. Says um. Escaping from the mass grave, he is ultimately captured, captured yet again, and sent to. Auschwitz, where he eventually becomes a Sonderkommando. Sonderkommando. While at Auschwitz, Eisenhart, Max Eisenhart, that's his, I think that's his name. Um, wow. I have to read more up on that. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any false information, but uh, Magneto had a hard life. I mean, he was split away from his family. And of course, he was born with these abilities, but didn't know he had them until he was a boy. Um, but man, if I'm not mistaken, he his family was removed from him. He his his wife and his ch child were killed, and he was upset. And he had every right to be. But in Magneto's case, with his gifts and his abilities, specifically when it comes to metal. 
He uses it to combat the human race because they're the enemy. They're the ones that want to give in this uh, fictional world. They're the ones that want to give mutants the option to not be mutants. They want to say, hey, being a mutant has there. There is a cure for being a mutant. And his thing is, when did being a mutant, when did having gifts and abilities become a crime? When did it become a bad thing? And that's what he was fighting for. And um, a lot of people see Magneto as somebody that's fighting against when he's actually fighting for. I mean, right now I'm looking at uh, one of my favorite collectibles, General Zod from DC Comics. Uh, if you ever get an opportunity, read read up on him. There's General Zod. That's Z, capital Z, lowercase O D. Um, he was one of Superman's enemies, but in this case, he uh, he too was misunderstood. Um, but Magneto uses his powers and abilities uh, to fight for the ultimate freedom and liberation of mutants. Of mutants. So I think that's very uh, relatable to a lot of different cultures um, in today's society who find that they feel isolated, they feel uh, discounted, um, they feel um, ignored. And what Magneto does is he he points the, the the light back at the mutants to say you're beautiful, you know you are well made. Use your about your ability to the your your gifts to the best of your ability, um, and don't be ashamed of who you are. So that's what Magneto fights for, and within that he he uses his powers to oppose those who are opposing uh, mutants in a violent way. So, um, so yeah, in reference to Magneto, he is, he has the ability to manipulate most metals. And if you think about just how much metal exists in the world, there's metal in our streets, there's metal in our phones, there's metal in our bodies. Good. I mean, he, he even manipulates the metal in Wolverine, Wolverine's body. Um, uh, there's metal in our cars, there's metal in our bridges and tunnels buildings there's metal everywhere everywhere and that's the beautiful thing about magneto he can use anything wherever he is um obviously he can't use plastic and rubber so you would basically have to put him in a plastic room um manned by security that has plastic weapons i know that sounds crazy but that's the only way you'll be able to to contain them um, so yeah, after discussing uh, Wolverine, after discussing Captain America, after, after discussing Magneto, I couldn't do this without mentioning uh, T'Challa, King of Wakanda, uh, aka Black Panther. Um, if you ever watch, start watching uh, the Marvel films, you hear the reference of Wakanda and the significance uh, which has a lot to do with the vibranium um, that Wakanda built its its country on and what it feeds from. It's self-sustaining uh, because of that. Wakanda literally wants for not. Um, everything they need, everything that they desire is where they are. They don't have to um, 
receive imports for other countries uh, based on the comics. It's a, again, it's a self-sustaining country. Um, but um, Black Panther, obviously, we know him as uh, T'Challa, um, played by Chadwick Boseman. Um, rest in, you know, rest in peace, bro. Um, it, he was an awesome actor. Uh, did a wonderful job with T'Challa. Um, he made a lot of people's dreams come true. So um, I'm glad that we got an opportunity that we lived long enough to see that illustration on the big screen. So, uh, but the beautiful thing about um, Black Panther's suits that it's infused with the concept of vibranium. Now, again, vibranium absorbs energy and it also stores it. So when it's ready to release it, it can. And that's the one beautiful thing about his suits. If you watch, I think it is, Infinity War. Yeah. If you watch, no, was that Infinity War? Civil War. My bad. If you watch Civil War, you'll be able to see... I think it's I think it is Civil War where he uses um the kinetic energy in his suit um and uses that to fight uh, against the um against the enemies and against the villains. And um T'Challa not only defends he he defends his country and he puts himself in a position and uses what he has to help others and he's very flexible um, he knows how to be he's quick on his feet he's strong he's smart and he's intelligent but the most important thing about T'Challa is he's a king so his mindset has to always be in the mindset of a leader now obviously Captain America is a leader uh, Wolverine is to a default uh, Magneto is definitely a leader uh, to the mutant race but T'Challa um, is a king not just um, to his country uh, but to uh, to black culture in Wakanda um, that in itself has so many different elements uh, but he not only operates off of information that he acquires but traditions that have been passed on by black panthers before him including his father and him having access I think it's called the ancestral plane um, even having access to that, he can go back and learn. And then that feeds into who he is, not just as a king, but as a protector of his country. Um, but the Black Panther, his suit, the importance of vibranium, not just for his suit, but for his environment. They utilize it. They use every, it actually filters into every aspect of their lives and it's been feeding into their lives since the beginning of time so uh, i wouldn't say the beginning of time but for for a very long time uh, vibranium has contributed to the growth and to the um, sustainability of wakanda uh, to the point where people are coming in trying to take vibranium um, because it's so uh, precious and obviously, um, I forgot the villain's name, uh, but they're actually, people are taking it and trying to sell it in the black market uh, because it's of high, high value. And, the, and the, the power that it possesses. And when something has power, that means it can be weaponized. And that's not the intent. 
That's not uh, the intent of Black Panther. That's not the intent of Wakanda. Uh, their desire is to enjoy life, but also protect the life that they enjoy. I think the usage of metal in reference to um, Captain America and Black Panther are pretty similar. They both have this protective shield, literally and metaphorically, uh, used uh, to protect the most important assets. Um, it's funny. There's a there's a connection between Captain America and Black Panther, and there's also a connection uh, between Magneto and a connection between Wolverine. These are two people that are highly misunderstood, that have lived had hard lives, and they have responsibility. They have powers. Uh, they have the potential to protect everyone, um, but because of the oppositions that they experience, they're always defending. They're always having to do certain things um, because of how they're treated. So I said all of that in reference to Wolverine, in reference to Captain America, in reference to Magneto, in reference to Black Panther. I said all of that to say this quickly. We are all blessed with different abilities. We're all given characteristics um, that were infused in us before we were even thought of, before we were even created. The question is, how are we going to use it? How are we going to use our abilities? How are we going to use our, our metal? Whether it's to protect, uh, whether it's to harm, uh, whether it's to threaten, or are we trying to self-sustain? Self are we trying to self-sustain like Wakanda in reference to Black Panther? Are we, are we trying to make a statement like uh, Magneto? Are we trying to protect the integrity of our country like Captain America? Or are we simply slashing through life, trying to find meaning, trying to find significance like Wolverine? What are we doing with our metal? I would, I would say that my metal um, is communication, primarily writing. I've always used writing as a primary language because with, with writing, I can say whatever I want. I can illustrate it in any way possible. Um, po you know, try my best to make it understandable. But also, I under—I I know the feeling of being misunderstood. I know that feeling. So I try to listen to people to just gather and at least attempt to gather an understanding of where they're coming from. I probably never will entirely because we're, we're different people. But the more we listen, the more we are intentional, the more we slow down. I think we can gather a better under, you know, gather a better experience with dealing with each other dealing with each other so i hope you enjoyed this to some extent i hope you didn't mind me blabbing on doing this this podcast but i just thought that was pretty cool something to touch base on obviously you can look up these characters um i would suggest if you really want to dissect read the comics 
because um, the internet offers so many details concerning you know what these um, what these characters are capable of um, you can watch the films you can go online and and figure out the exact way to watch all the Marvel films that lead up to um, Infinity War no actually it lead up to the series that are on uh, Disney Plus like uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, WandaVision right now my wife and I are watching Loki uh, I think we're supposed to be watching the third episode sometime this week so I think that there's a new episode every Wednesday uh, but so far, it's been very interesting. So um, I would uh, check that out if you have the time. But thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week. Remember, ask yourself, what is your metal and how do you plan to use it? And if you know what your metal is, how are you using it? That's the question. Again, this is the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories with your host, Mr. Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. On this episode titled, Different Metals for Different Men. Yo, T-Gots listeners, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories.